We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas, and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and a dark talk of looming conflict. Senator Rand Paul was allegedly assaulted at his We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear viewers, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad are taking over. We have come to take our country back. He also worries that civil war could be on the way back. There are fears a her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then-cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Is over of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go, Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you in now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island today declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. Hi, I'm Fox San Antonio's Jessica Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is to, to serve our, our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso, Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS4 News produces. But we are concerned about trouble and trying to be responsible. One-sided one news stories plaguing our country. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news, news has, has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media Unfortunately, some members of the media This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 
This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. Uh, this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, the God of Hellfire. Shout out if you know that reference. And Fox News is woke. I don't know, to anyone listening to this show, that's really a shock to hear. I mean, we've covered various examples of Fox News being woke as hell in the past. For example, Fox News goes woke for Pride Month. And Sean Hannity wants Hunter Biden pardoned. This episode is from July 4th, 2022. I'll leave a link to it in the description below. Sean Hannity spent about 25 minutes in front of uh, Donald Trump begging him to just pardon Hunter Biden, saying that's what the American people really want. And Trump basically said, No, you're wrong. Why would you say that? That's stupid. What the hell? No, I, I don't think so. He will be arrested. Investigations will be had. No, we'll not hear it. So... I'll leave a link to that in the description below. But needless to say, Fox being woke, to some people might be like, what? But, I mean, they're stationed in New York. They did the mask mandate. They did the vaccine mandate. They didn't fight back in any variety. So, you know, it's like, ah, they've always been pretty fucking hard left. They've always been controlled opposition, and there's not much you'll get out of Fox that you can't get literally anywhere else. So that's why when it's like, no, I don't watch Fox, I watch Tucker. But I don't mean to do that anymore. Like, fuck it, you know? There's nothing to watch on Fox News anymore. So it's been about a month now since I've looked at anything on Fox News outside of, like, maybe a clip to use for an episode here. So, nah, nah. Fox has been a, 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 a fucking garbage network for a long time. It's just official. This article is by Mary Margaret Olihan. So, May 22nd, 2023. Let's just get right into it. First on the Daily Signal, Fox News employees are allowed to use bathrooms that align with their gender identity rather than their biological sex. Oh, goody Jesus. Now, I'm one of these people that would tell you directly, uh, if you don't know who Blair White is, Google Blair White. Belongs in a men's restroom. I don't give a fuck how uncomfortable it makes you. Do you want to know why I don't care how uncomfortable Blair White would be in a men's restroom? Blair White, this is one of those things that when you decided to start changing your bio this way, you're an adult. I really don't care. Quite frankly, it seems to have worked for you, so congratulations. But one of the things you have to accept is you've chosen to look extremely effeminate in a male restroom. But don't you think, James, that, you know, maybe it would put uh, it could put Blair in danger? All right, sure, whatever. Let's, let's hear me that fucking argument. My counter to you is let's take somebody who is if you think Blair's passing, hypothetically equally passing as Blair, but without Blair's moral compass. I like Blair White's content. Blair White and Blair Black, I unsubscribe to both of these channels. I really, you know, I have no problem. As long as I can, uh, if I enjoy the person's content, I find uh, value in their uh, point of view, I'll enjoy their content. Like, I fucking disagree heavily with Sam Cedar, but I still watch the Majority Report or the Minority Report. Even if it is a fucking garbage-ass show, I watch The Young Turks, and I very clearly don't agree with them. Like, do you think any of my views in The Young Turks fucking overlap? No. Anyway, my point being here is if you take somebody who doesn't have the values of Blair White and you put them in a women's restroom, you have a fully functional male 
who can take absolute abuse and fucking just abuse the fuck out of being able to use a women's restroom. I mean, look what happened in that Loudoun County school with that underage girl and that male student who had been bounced around to three other schools previously. It can happen anywhere. So I would rather a biological male go to the matching sex to their biological sex. You go to the bathroom. You're born a male, men's room. Born a woman, women's restroom. I don't care if you've glued your thigh meat to your fucking snatch or if you've chopped your dick off and had fat glued to your chest. I don't care. Men don't belong in the women's restroom, and women don't belong in the men's restroom. Now, if you want to have an argument, make a family restroom, or a whatever, the one-stall type bathroom you find at a lot of stores. That's fine, but there is no situation. Like, come on, a woman, uh, a biological man who's equally passing the Blair White, if you believe Blair White's passing, as I've already stated, can get a woman pregnant in the restroom. There's a whole series of... Like, look what's going on in prisons right now where men can be sent to women's restrooms or women's uh, prisons. The amount of pregnancies and rapes in female prisons have just spiked and fucking skyrocketed. Whereas before, you could pretty much guarantee it was a, you know, prison staff member who got them knocked up. Now, you have to spend many thousands, if not like a million dollars in investigations and pregnancy tests and paternity tests just to find out was it an inmate or prison employee, so on and so forth. All this fucking bullshit coddling to people who take chances on their social skills by mutilating their bodies is absolutely crippling our, our society. And quite frankly, I'm done like just sitting back and be like, ha ha ha, it's fine whatsoever. I used to be a little bit more libertarian on this where I'm like, ah, you know, if businesses won't want to do it, fuck them. You know, let, let them do it whatsoever. But I've, uh, you know, with the, a couple shootings and a few other events since then, I, I, I've taken a bit more of a hardline stance on this topic. But... Stupid. The, the, Fox News, for anyone who's sitting here believing to themselves generally, oh, Fox News is the conservative network. How, can, how, how conservative do you think they can be when they're stationed in New York City where everyone around them is a dark blue Democrat? How red do you think their employees are? How red do you think their, writer, their writing room is? How conservative do you think their show writers, directors, any of these people are? Please. If you're getting your news and incitement from anyone other than your own research, you're kind of missing out. You need to be doing your own research. But go online. Mark Dice, Sam Cedar, Tim Pool, Six Hexenhammer, uh, The Young Turks, or TYT. You also have a uh, fuck, man. Anise Arkeesian, I guess she still uploads. But you also have, you know, the Lotus Eaters. The list goes on and on. Hunter Avalon. I mean, but just not mainstream media they are mouthpieces for the federal government and it shows they're just controlled opposition one way or another so you know the best thing you can do with them is download their videos on youtube i mean hell part part of why youtube died the way it did is because they started catering so news networks and mainstream media like cnbc cnn msnbc so on and so forth we keep posting their fucking reality TV show clips, but they blamed their ad uh, censorship policies on PewDiePie for no fucking reason. Looking at my analytics, my audience should be old enough to remember the adpocalypse and how that all went down, so you know exactly what I'm talking about, I, I, I assume, but let's continue, shall we? Quote, they must also be addressed by their preferred name and pronouns in the workplace. Fox News, 
folks. Fox News. These are just a few of the policies outlined in the company's handbook, uh, dated January 2021. A copy of which was shared with the Daily Signal. Fox also offers to help employees come up with, quote, workplace transition plan. Man. To ease their gender transition at work. My God, not keep in mind. Tucker Carlson worked there for how long? And he bashed and said Americans shouldn't... I just want to point this out. Tucker Carlson said Americans shouldn't work at places that have these kinds of policies or show DEI, uh, you know, die cult tendencies. Yet he worked for a network that displayed those very same policies. That's worth keeping in mind. Like I said, I, I enjoy Tucker, but I am not a... He's not, he, no one is above being called out. And that's fucking hypocrisy right there. The revelations come amid conservative consternation. At Fox Digital's use of activist language like gender-affirming care in stories on the website, as it's uh, as well as the site's consistent use of female pronouns for biological males like TikTok celebrity Dylan Mulvaney and swimmer Leia Thomas, formerly known as Will Thomas. Fox also drew strong backlash for a June 2022 on-air segment praising child gender transitions as an inspiration to others. That's in my episode I just showed in the beginning. That segment briefly depicted California State Senate Scott Werner, a far-left Democrat who led led the move to soften the sex offender registry requirements for sodomy with minors, and highlighted the activist's claim that a child might commit suicide if he or she is not permitted to transition. Yeah, and the counter to that is, why is it, in a time, if the argument is allowing kids to transition prevents suicides, why are suicides only rapidly spiking in a time when we are allowing more and more kids than ever to mutilate their bodies? It would stand to reason that if their logic was right, the amount of suicides in the trans community would quit rising. And even then, I'm going to go a little bit further to say the trans community doesn't exist because to say somebody is transsexual would pretend and allow, it would uh, pretend some false credence to the idea that you can change your biology. If you're born a male, you will never be a female. You will always have a prostate. You will carry sperm. You'll never be able to be pregnant. You'll never period, never menstruate, never have PMS. None of that. Your bone structure will be that of a male. Your muscles will be that of a man. You know, when you're buried thousands of years, uh, archaeologists find your bones, it will be unmistakably male. And if you're born a female, you will never have a prostate. You will always, you know, have a womb. You'll never have testicles. You'll barely have a functioning penis that will not be very useful for sex. It might barely be useful for pissing. Yeah, just not... You'll never be a man. So the idea of calling somebody transsexual or transgender is just pretending that they exist by, by, by pretending that you can shapeshift your gender, which, no, no one can do that. Now, if you're above, if you're an adult, do whatever you want. Waste your money on whatever frivolous fucking cosmetic surgery you want to fucking do. Just leave the kids out of it and don't force society to bow to its fucking knees before you and play fucking pretend. If you're so fucking comfortable in this make-believe identity, then it should not matter to you when people don't play fucking pretend with you. You know what I mean? 
because you're self-validating because you knew this was the right decision for you the whole time. So you don't need other people's validation. But the fact that what I just said about trans people not existing, because the people exist, the people claiming to be whatever the fuck they're pretending to be, they exist. They're absolutely human beings with meaning and value to their lives. No, no doubt, no doubt. They are creations of God. And I fully stand by that. But they are not what they pretend to be and I will not play pretend with them. And the fact that that will enrage most of them tells you that they know they're full of shit too because if they if they thought they were being genuine and honest, they wouldn't give a fuck what I think about their gender. But they care very deeply about it. I mean, just ask, oh, wait, that's right, we still don't have that fucking manifesto, so I can't ask what that particular shooter thought, but just wait till we maybe eventually get it, perhaps? But let's continue. Brian Lennis says... As part of our American Together LGBTQ plus Pride Month series at Fox News, we highlight the story of Rylan uh, Whittington, a trans California teen whose family openly spoke about their mutilation of their, I mean, their journey. Quote, I would rather have a living son than a dead daughter. Well, we'll see how well that statement holds up. Statistically speaking, it's not likely to hold up very well for very long. Again, and you're doing it to a teen, a child. I can't help but imagine, like, so I have two family members, two sister-in-laws. Well, ex-sister-in-laws, because my brothers left them. So the base, most base shit these people ever did was leave these fucking ratchet-ass whores. Uh, and I don't care if they listen to this or not. My views and my family are pretty well known. Now, they try to do the they-be thing. And one of them specifically, two of the two, one of them was like, oh, well, my son decided to, to stay male, so whatever. But the other one had an interesting reaction. Trying to raise a baby, which is like a gender-neutral baby. Uh, it was very clear that this ditzy broad wanted uh, a daughter and did not want the son she had. So when her son raised as a baby started going more and more towards male toys, action figures, trucks, the color blue, wanting to get dirty, play in the mud, so on and so forth, she was enraged and would actively say shit like, I'm raising them to be gender neutral and to pick their own gender when they're ready. Why the fuck are they choosing to be male? Are you mad? They're choosing, right? Like, that's the whole fucking point. But no, no, it's an elaborate fucking grooming exercise. Because these parents have Munchausen syndrome where they want to fit in. They want to keep up with the fucking Joneses. And to keep up with the Joneses, just like back in the 40s, keep up with the Joneses making getting your fucking kid lobotomized if they weren't behaving. Well, nowadays, it's mutilating your fucking child. Which, there are no silver lines to this, but if I was forced to pick a silver lining, at least your ideologies will not be able to reproduce. You've ruined your child. To a point where they likely will never be able to reproduce. So you won't have grandkids. Your ideology dies with your fucking child. So that's the only silver lining. But even then, is it really a silver lining? Because someone is going to suffer and pass away because of it. And even if they don't take their own life, they will never be quite right. So, I guess that there is no silver lining. But 50 years from now, I mean, it's looking like we'll be a little bit more of a Christian conservative country versus libertarian. Which, by the way... The in-house argument should be basically libertarian versus big government, right? Because that's the that's the domestic division there, right? 
big uh big government versus independent uh individual rights of the states that should be the in-house uh in-house divide in this country but it's not so weird you would think it would be between like libertarians and constitutionalists but no but anyway moving on uh the daily signal talked to a current fox news employee who requested anonymity to speak candidly about the company so an anonymous no-name source keep that in mind folks they want you to think it's this place that supports traditionally conservative values the former producer for tucker carlson tonight told the daily signal but in reality they're pushing this nonsense behind the scenes carlson's show was canceled april 29 uh, 24th days after he delivered a viral speech at the heritage foundation's 50th anniversary gala fox news media has it not given a reason simply stating that the two parties agreed to part ways a source who still works at fox told the daily signal that after Carlson's show was canceled in April, producers for the new 8 p.m. Fox News Tonight program were told to bash Mulvaney. Were told not to bash Mulvaney. That directive came from the high-level executives. The source said. Now keep in mind, Bud Light is a massive Anheuser Busch specifically is a massive donor to conservative networks and politicians. So. There could be an angle where behind the scenes, Bud, uh, Bud Light or Anheuser-Busch is saying, don't fucking talk about it. Don't say anything. Don't bring it up. Who knows? Fox News did not respond to the Daily Signal's multiple requests for comment. Under the category, Gender Transition, Fox Employees Handbook pro- uh, promises that the company is dedicated to, quote, expanding and and expanding and strengthening efforts to sustain a more inclusive work environment the fox employee handbook is posted uh on a work day where empl- uh is posted on a work day where employees can see company guidelines or policies a former employee told the daily signal quote employees who are transitioning their gender have the right to be open about their transition if they so choose, and to work in an environment free of harassment, discrimination, or retaliation without fear of consequences or transphobia for living openly. No one's scared of them. Who is scared of a group of people that don't even make up a whole 2% of this entire population with a suicide rate of nearly 50%? Who is scared? Remove phobic and phobia from anything related to lgbtq plus iia bullshit because there's not a single queer that a tyrant fucking fears sweetheart just to put it bluntly the transgressive attitude is just not gonna fucking cut it and fine fine you want that you want people to be open about talk open and able to talk about their mental fucking illnesses fine you should be able to go into work then and talk to all your co-workers about how depressed you are how your depression drives you to drink every night or uh maybe you should be able to go to work and tell all your co-workers about your anorexia or your bulimia right just tell them all about it and if they tell you they're not interested or say anything not supportive and uplifting about it then they need to be fired they're clearly the problem they say hey bud look that sucks and all but if you can't get over it while you're on the clock then maybe that's not maybe it's just not the place for you 
If you can't say, if, you, if they say that, oh, they're the problem. They need to be fired, written up, sent to harassment training, so on and so fucking forth. Get fucking real. Society should not be catering to mental illnesses. Now, don't go off your way to be a dick, but you should absolutely be fucking unjust about it. Like, like you have every right to be unjust in your anger about about being told you have to respect and you have to uphold and adhere to this person's make-believe bullshit. No, you don't. You shouldn't go out of your way to be an absolute dick to them. Sure, whatever. But I'll be goddamned if I have society tell me I have to do one thing or another just to appease its emotions and the delusions of someone who probably needs serious psychiatric help. Get fucking real. Citing the human... And by the way, to say, well, they're living openly and proud. Yeah, so is that fucking cattier, douchey, fucking weirdo kid who smelled like B.O. and Axe in high school. You know, the kid who had, like, the clipped tail and the fucking Hot Topic attire and the Spencer cat ears? Yeah, that person. They're just living their truth, right? No, they're cringy as hell and you made fun of them. And eventually they grew out of it. Same thing applies here. And again, these are probably the same people. Citing the Human Rights Campaign, one of the most prominent LGBTQ organizations, so professional grievance counselors in the country, the Fox Handbook defines a slew of LGBTQ plus terms, including cisgender, which is a uh, slang derogatory uh, term, by the way, uh, gender expression, gender fluid, gender identity, gender nonconforming, gender transitioning, LGBTQ, non-binary, and transgender. For the past several years, Fox received a perfect score on Human Rights Campaign's Corporate Equality Index. Now, mind you, this is all ESG-type bullshit, so they're all fucking making sure they get that credit score bumped up, boys. You want to make sure China real happy. China loved you long time stupid American, you fuck up your country, but with your country being fucked up, you want chicken, you want rice or pork, (laughs) as I stir fry your nation, I put your president in a pot and I stir him up, CCP style, honestly, look, free Taiwan, free, uh, you know, RIP, never forget Tiananmen Square, I mean, what happened in Tiananmen Square, nothing happened in Tiananmen Square, What, what am I talking about, anyway, moving on. A former Fox News employee told the Daily, let's see, past several years, Fox received a perfect score on the Human Rights Campaign's Corporate Equality Index, the nation's foremost uh, benchmarking survey and report measuring corporate policies and practices related to LGBTQ plus workplace equality. So, making sure fatherless children have a workplace that's safe for their fatherless child behavior. Got it. A former Fox News employee told... The Daily Daily Signal that the company frequently mentions its perfect score in employee training materials. Yeah, I donate plasma, and the place I go, one of the people had their pronouns on on their work tag. Even though the pronouns did did go with their biological sex, I I asked for a a different person to hook me up. Yeah, any sentimental illness, you're not putting anything in my fucking body, bro. Quote, Fox News devotes hours of programming to attacking woke companies, but ironically, Fox is as woke as the rest of them. Another former Fox News employee told the Daily Signal, emphasizing that Fox viewers would be astonished to find out what the company is like. Fox policies appear to be aligned with the legal requirements in New York City, where the company 
is headquartered as well as California, where a large number of its employees work. Again, if its employees are woke, the company's fucking woke. It's polluted. It's done. The New York City human rights law requires the human uh, use the name, pronouns, and title with which the person identifies regardless of their biological sex. It is a violation of the NYCHRL to, ide- uh, to intentionally or repeatedly refer, uh, refuse to use a person's preferred name, pronoun, or title. Someone should just file, there should be just a wave of lawsuits filed to make that go before the Supreme Court while we have the, the majority we have right now in that bitch. Just to get that thrown out on free speech grounds. Because, again, I will openly say fuck you to any government rule or or society that tells me I have to make believe and bend the rules of reality. If I'm not physically harming you or inciting harm to you, then fuck you. You cannot and will not fucking stop me or anyone else as far as I'm fucking concerned. This is why we need to make bullying great again. Folks, I am 25. I am, as I mentioned before, the first model of Gen Z. So I still had bullies in my elementary school. I'd get my ass beat, and then one day I stood up and swung at my fucking bully. I uh, definitely did not beat his ass to the ground, but I landed a pretty solid punch on like uh, the side of his head. And this is in like second or third grade. And I never got fucked with again. That kid bullied and picked on everyone else besides me. I told a friend of mine later on, like third or fourth grade, that they need to punch the dude right back. He did, and he also got left alone. Right, it's an important lesson. That you can't just go around treating people like shit. Because eventually you're going to find that one person who swings back and humbles you. And alternatively, you can't just go around being walked on all the fucking time. Because eventually... You're going to be permanently treaded upon. There's two vital lessons taught when you're being bullied. If you're the bully, you're taught that you'll, you can be humbled at any moment. If you're being bullied, you're taught that the oppression only continues if you fucking let it. But with bullying being removed from schools entirely, to the point where even kids defending themselves got punished, the spoiled brats just got rewarded. They watched the people who stood up to them get punished. So they just took it as, I can be a spoiled little brat my whole fucking life. Plus you got a lot of like single mother households that never, that these kids were never exposed to how to be tough, how to take a fucking ass whooping, how to take it on their chin and just fucking go with it. Oh well. Oh well. Additionally, New York City requires, uh, law requires that people could be permitted to use single gender facilities such as restrooms or locker rooms. The most closely aligned with their gender, regardless of their gender expression. Uh, while the one most closely aligned with their gender would be the one that most closely aligns with their biological sex, meaning female or male. Now, sure, maybe you're part of the 0.000001% intersex, and there's an argument for that to be the third gender, but I wouldn't say that's the third gender as much as it's an amalgamation of both genders. It's not, it doesn't happen enough for it to be considered the third gender, but it does happen enough for it to be considered a natural anomaly. So, put it like that. And sure, you perhaps require a special facility, but you also require special medical attention as well, too. So, in that particular situation, acting like them requiring something special is, well, special is kind of fucking retarded. Moving on. 
regardless of their gender expression, sex assignment at birth, ana- uh, anatomy, medical history, or the sex or gender indicated on their identification. If a biological woman, ob- if, if I if I get a chance, my gender will be attack helicopter or rafflecopter. If a biological woman objects to sharing a bathroom with a trans-identifying man, uh, her objection will not be considered a lawful reason to deny access to the trans-identifying individual. So, mentally ill people need and have the right to be around unmentally ill people, and if the mentally ill people say anything about it, they're the fucking problem. Got it. Tell me these people are so oppressed when their flags are flown in every major city from the roofs of many capital buildings all across this country, from many, many government buildings and military bases, their flag is fucking flown, and their ideologies are in the fucking schools, yet they have the nerve with their triple chins and mutilated body parts to tell you that they're genuinely oppressed. Laugh at them. Point and mock them. Ridicule them. They are the dominant power right now. So treat them like it. If a biological woman objects, moving on. Uh, Consider lawful deny. In those circumstances, a covered entity, if a covered entity may offer alternatives for the individual expressing discomfort by, for example, providing a single occupancy restroom to change it. Shouldn't the uh, person who doesn't know what fucking gender they are get the single-use, one-toilet bathroom? Anyway, it's not like they're going to be filling up all the stalls with fucking trannies anytime soon. I mean, come on. Look, they can call themselves queers. I can call them trannies, right? I mean, it's their fucking rules, not mine. The law also specifically states... I'm just going to say, if I can't call them trannies, that's a little fucking queer to me, alright? It doesn't make me very gay, and I find it to be very fucking queer. Makes me want to light up a fucking fag to relieve all the stress. Just smoke a whole fucking fag to myself. Anyway, the law also specifically states that it is unlawful to require a trans-identifying person to use a single... Oh, well, there's the answer. To use a single... Occupy, uh, single occupy restroom, quote, because they are transgender, non-binary, or gender confirming the new, well, if you're gender non-binary, you should just have to shit outside like an animal, right? You're neither, so you shouldn't be allowed in either facility. Simple solution, you shit outside like the fucking animal you are. Again, I don't make the fucking rules. Or gender non-confirming. I mean, conforming. I'm gender non-confirming. They're gender non-conforming. New York also outlines the workplace transition plan mentioned in the Fox Handbook. California's Fair Employment and Housing Council adopted new regulations in 2017 uh, part uh, pertaining to trans-identifying employees. These regulations similarly include an employee's bathroom use, transitioning dress, preferred name, and pronouns. For example, on bathrooms use, the regulations say, quote, employees shall permit employees to use facilities that uh, correspond to the employee's gender identity or gender expression, regardless of the employee's assignment sex assigned sex at birth. Again, Fox News should be filing lawsuits. Fox News should be fighting this. Because the city's only supposed to set guidelines that had to do with safety in the workplace. This is not a safety in the workplace issue. So they should take this to the court and try to fight it. 
and maybe get this to the Supreme Court, but that's too hard for them to do. And Rupert Murdoch has no fucking interest in it. Now, shout out to Miss Bliss, who tells me that Rupert Murdoch in Australia and his son have a much better name. But here in the U.S., their name is dog shit. I'm happy that they do something good somewhere. That is genuinely nice to see. I'm a little jealous, because they're just an absolute bad faith actor here. And, on names and pronouns, the regulations give individuals a mean to take action against their employer. Quote, If an employee requests to be identified with a preferred gender, name, and or pronoun, including gender-neutral pronouns, an employee or other covered entity who fails to abide by the employee's stated preference may be liable. Fuck you. Fuck you. Employees who are attending... Who attending transition are encouraged to inform and educate their co-workers about their experience. So, aka, evangelize your fucking illness. Push it on others, and if they say they don't have an interest in hearing about it, get them fired. Sue them. This is retarded. Folks, you're losing your Amer- you're losing your country rapidly by the day. Get involved. Get out there, have the conversation, engage with people. If they're forcing this on you, force your views back on them. You can't just be forced to sit there and made to listen to their fucking bullshit opinions without any fight back. If you can't, if you can't walk away from the conversation and say no to it, then you have to. It's your obligation for self-respect purposes at bare minimum to say interesting viewpoints. Now... This is what I think about the economy and the border. Just go off with it. Unload. Give them the MAGA talking points, folks. Now, moving on. Uh, Their co-workers about their experience according to the Fox policy obtained by the Daily Signal, which emphasizes that only transitioning employees may disclose that they are trying to change their biology while they'd be the only ones trying to do something so retarded that they can't fucking do. Anyway... And anyone who might know about their colleague's gender transition must respect that person's right to privacy. Fox's handbook notes that a man or a woman attempting to transition may find the experience stressful and trying. And states that with uh, advanced preparations, the road for someone to be able to express their true self can be made smoother. If you enable it, you're enabling people. It's like it's no different to me than enabling somebody to be bulimic and make themselves throw up. It's 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 just the same as enabling somebody to cut themselves. If you know somebody's a cutter, you're giving them a knife. It's the same thing as saying, "Well, if you're trans, you're beautiful, whatever you pretend to be." It's just as damning. It's like uh, calling somebody who makes themselves throw up at every meal fat when they're underweight. It's just, you know, what the fuck. Quote, during the initial and any uh, subsequent meetings, you and the company should develop and maintain a workplace transition plan. The handbook says this plan will outline the steps that need to be taken to ensure a successful transition at work. Nah, keep that shit, shit at home. Those steps include... The steps include when employees want to start using a different bathroom aligning with their gender identity and assuming a new gender identity at work. It also provides employees with time off for treatment, possibly hormonal treatments like testosterone or estrogen, or medical procedures such as removal of breasts or testicles, facial feminization or masculinization, or the creation of fake genitalia. 
Yes, because you are so totally the person, you are so totally what you're pretending to be. Because, it, you know, it really tells me you're a biological male because you spend half a million dollars to get some face implant and have your thigh rolled up and glued to your body. Yeah, it's really, you're really meant to be a male because of all the fucking surgery you went through. Yeah, you're really meant to be a female because of all the expensive surgeries you went to. It's really convincing stuff, folks. The more money you spend, the more natural of a transition it is. Right, folks? Right, folks? Come on. Come on with me. Liberalism is a fucking death cult. Say it with me. It's a fucking death cult, and they want your kids. And they're coming for the gay frogs, too. Because I, I know how I sound right now. You know what? Fuck it. I'll fully take that fucking moniker. Ah. Fake genitalia. At least the Daily Signal fucking calls it out. Additionally, Fox and the employees would plan out the manner in which uh, and to what extent co-workers and non-employees in the workplace. So what, like interns? Is that what you're doing? You're also paying for intern transitions? What the fuck does that mean? Uh, will be made aware of your transition. Oh, got you. And when the company will change the employee's name to, or make other administrative or personnel changes. Oh, fuck off. Fo uh, Fox employees can go by their preferred name and pronouns and handbook states at least to the extent possible for the apparently logistical reasons uh, until... A transitioning employee gets their legal name changed. Their legal name often referred to by the LGBT advocates as a dead name. So your real name, by the way, must remain on the company's payroll, insurance, and personal documents. And they're advertising that like it's an apology. Like, we're so sorry. The bigoted government makes us refer to you by the things that you are in reality. We really don't want to, to be in the real world. Well, I mean, it tracks your major news network. So, I mean, reality is just not profitable for you, is it? Quote, the handbook explicitly states that any employee may, may access the restroom corresponding with their gender identity. If a transitioning employee expresses a desire for increased privacy, they will be provided access to a single occupancy restroom where available. They should be forced to use that bathroom anyway. Immediately. The handbook says, however, no employees shall be required to use a single occupancy restroom if they do not wish to do so. Former Fox employee who spoke with the Daily Signal scathingly critiqued the network running hours of programming attacking companies for having leftist policies. Fox is no different. I've been saying this forever. The former employee said, quote, it's a standard American megacorporation with all the same types of policies and employees as those other companies. The Daily Signal sent Fox's corporation, corporate public relations staff detailed questions about the policy and the accusations from former employees last week. As a publication, Fox did not respond. They never will. The handbook specifically acknowledges that individuals who are transitioning their genders will be encouraged or required by their healthcare uh, practitioner to live time, uh, live full time in their impending gender role before gender reassignment surgery can be performed. This is called real life experience or real life test. Fox notes, but they can detransition anytime. It just depends on on on. Like, there's no good way to really measure this. It's just some so-called expert says I agree with them. 
I mean, I, it's uh, dubious to, to prove or disprove. I mean, you can disprove it pretty easily, but if we're humoring it enough to, to, to have somebody officially look into it, come on. Fox notes, Fox employees are told that they are, quote, permitted to express their gender in accordance with the company's dress code policies. You should be able to walk in dressed like a pirate or a nun, head to toe. Just do it in protest. When trans-identifying TikTok star Mulvaney was first gaining prominence last year, producers Porter Carlson Tonight had to fight to be able to refer to Mulvaney with male pronouns in the show's Chirons. Uh, the former Tucker Carlson Tonight producer told the Daily Signal. Carlson's team also fought to be able to host Daily Wire's Matt Walsh on the trans issue, the producer said, but the team was repeatedly met with resistance from Fox on this due to the Walsh's frank condemnation of transgender ideology. He's a moderate as far as I'm concerned. This may have also been due in part to Fox's view of the Daily Wire as part of a comp- as a competitor, the former producer suggested. In a phone interview with the Daily Signal, Walsh uh, Walsh said he was unaware of the alleged blacklisting and believes it began after he slammed Fox for a June 2022 segment praising child gender transition. Something else we report on this show too, by the way. Since then, Matt Walsh appeared on Tucker Carlson a few times, but he was aware that Carlson's team had to fight for these appearances. Quote, Fox viewers think Fox shares their values, Walsh said, and it's very clear that that's not the case. Gender, gender ideology is, a far radical, is as far radical left as you can possibly go. They have embraced radical leftism in its most extreme form. There's no daylight all but there's no daylight at all between Fox News and MSNBC when it comes to gender, Walsh added. And I think and I think that it's something that Fox viewers need to know. If it were up to me, Fox would get the Bud Light treatment. Me too. Update this story now includes information about California's twenty seventeen regulations on trans identified employees. That is the end of this article. But nothing, I don't feel like there's much new information developed here, but it is good to make sure we remind people that Fox News and all news is just controlled opposition, peddling the same bullshit to you in just various stages of diet and unfiltered. That being said, I've been your host, James Madison, bringing you, hopefully, something more engaging and more insightful than what Fox News has to offer. And if you think so, please leave a, a subscription and a comment below. And if you didn't like the show, please leave a downvote. And let me know what you guys didn't like about it in the description below. And until next time, I've been your host, James Madison, for Inside Four Walls, powered by Sin Media. And I will catch you guys next time. Deuces.
Inside Four Walls, I'm James Madison, and TikTok was banned in Montana, making Montana the first state to do a blanket ban on the app. And they are going to fine Android, like the Apple Store and the Android Store, thousands of dollars a day if they continue to sell it or have it listed within Montana. Now, how they go about delisting it, specifically Montana, I don't know. And how this unfolds is very interesting, but people are saying... This is a First Amendment violation, and I would say they're wrong. Why? It's quite simple. TikTok is owned by ByteDance. ByteDance is owned by the Chinese Communist Party. The Chinese Communist Party is the ruling political party in China. The Constitution applies to American-based companies, American-founded companies, and Americans in general, and America. Outside of America, the Constitution does not pertain. So banning TikTok is not a constitutional violation because TikTok is not an American property. It is a threat to America. It collects your biometric data. And here's the thing. Yes, I understand our government spies on us plenty, but I would rather it be at least just just one government. If it has to be any government, I'd rather it be, be, be mine. Uh, As you can tell, I struggle to say that sentence because I know how shit of a sentence it fucking is. I don't want any government spying on me, but I'd rather be just the one I know as opposed to the one that's trying to destroy everything I stand for. So, that's kind of where I stand with the TikTok ban. Ban it. Blanket ban across the state. Bring TikTok. Bring Vine back. Make Vine great again. And I'm sure at some point, Elon Musk will put Vine back up. But for the time being, let's get into this article. TikTok sues Montana over ban. Says it's a violation of First Amendment. May 22nd, 2023 by Reuters. It was recently updated. TikTok on Monday filed a lawsuit challenging the state of Montana's new ban on the use of Chinese-owned short video app. ByteDance-owned TikTok uh, argues the ban, which would take effect on January 1st, violates the First Amendment rights of the companies and its users. No, it doesn't. Perhaps it's users, but here's the thing. The users are uploading their videos to a platform that is based in China and owned by, and owned by China. China being a hostile threat towards America. You know, especially considering they released a certain virus that made the whole world kung fu flight or kung fu fight for a while. So yeah, uh, ban it. It's a spy app. We are on the cusp of World War Three with Russia, China, and a ton of other players right now. Why the fuck should we allow them to run an app in our fucking country? I'd understand if they banned YouTube in their country. Duh. You don't want your enemy's ideas being promoted in your country. Got it. Makes sense. So why the fuck do we allow them to run TikTok here? It makes no sense. The lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court in Montana also argues the ban is preempted by federal law because it intrudes upon matters of executive federal concern and violates the Commerce Clause of the Constitution. 
No, it doesn't. TikTok is not an American-based company, meaning it does not fall. It is not an American-based. It is not an American-founded, and it is not a company which is owned by an American of any variety. It was never bought by an American investor. Trump left office before the deadline for that purchase went through. So TikTok's been allowed to stay. It should be banned. Blanketly. There is no violation of the Constitution here because they are not American. <laughs> it's pretty fucking simple. Anyway. Which limits the authority of states to enact legislation that unduly burdens interstate and foreign commerce. You mean it makes it hard for the federal government to do its job easily. I don't really care about the federal government's grievances with it. States have the right and should have the right to make whatever laws they want on whatever thing is not specifically outlined in the Constitution, i.e. look at the Tenth Amendment. Montana is the first state to attempt. They did ban it, but the fallout from it is interesting. Former President Donald Trump in 2020 sought to bar new downloads of TikTok, the Chinese-owned WeChan, and other transactions, which the company said uh, would have effectively barred a use of the apps, but a series of court decisions blocked the bans from taking effect. Yeah, and it's shitty. The company also argues the state banishes TikTok and just TikTok from the state for purely punitive reasons. You are spying on us. You are stealing our biometric data, and you are promoting a harmful that promotes harmful ideologies to purposely destabilize our country. You are not an American to boot, meaning the Constitution does not apply to you in any facet, fashion, or form. So shut the fuck up. Anyway, as evidenced by the state's decision to single out plaintiff for harsh penalties based on speculative concerns about TikTok's data and security and content moderation practices, your own terms of service condemn TikTok. TikTok itself has admitted to its, uh, its predatory practices. Last week, five TikTok users in Montana who created content posting on the short video app filed a lawsuit in federal court seeking to block the state's ban. Now, again, this is the one I don't really know how that would go. Because... These are Americans using a platform for free speech, so they probably can't be banned. But you could argue just as easily that it's not them being banned; it's the app they use being banned. So it's not the Americ it's it's not these Americans having their free 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 speech suppressed because they're free to take their free speech anywhere else. It's just this avenue, uh, owned by in a by a hostile adversary to the U.S., is being shut down. So, you know, Montana uh, Governor Greg Gainfonte uh, on Wednesday signed legislation to ban TikTok in the state. The law makes it unlawful for TikTok to operate in the state, uh, state an app and for the app stores of Alphabet's Google and Apple to offer TikTok within Montana. TikTok lawsuits named Montana Attorney General Austin Kurt, uh, Knudsen who is charged with enforcing the law, Cutson's office did not immediately respond to a request for comment on Monday. Now let's see what's going on down here in the comments. Uh, K-Max says, First Amendment rights are for U.S. citizens laughable because red Chinese effectively crush free speech. Agreed. Uh, what's the end game? Says the communist country that doesn't have the First Amendment right. <laughs> Tell them. And Mickey Drinks Bud Light says... Trump signed an executive order regarding TikTok 2, uh, TikTok new downloads. 
uh, ban Biden canceled while uh, canceling out the other Trump policies. Perhaps my understanding of what happened was uh, was the thing expired and Biden didn't push it, but if Biden canceled it, then okay. I just have a different understanding of what happened. Trump had a deal with Walmart uh, and Oracle to purchase TikTok while Walmart would have retained the rights to the data of the U.S. citizens. Biden let the deal fall on the table when he became president. We will read just part of a couple of these articles. But we're here at The Guardian, right? I'm going to use left, right, and center article over here. TikTok admits to using its app to spy on reporters to uh, in effort to track leaks. Chinese parent company ByteDance says four employees based in both the U.S. and China have been fired. Bullshit. TikTok has admitted that it it used its own app to spy on reporters as part of an attempt to track down journalist sources. According to its Intel email, data was accessed by employees of ByteDance, TikTok's Chinese parent company, and was used to track reporters' physical movements... The company's chief uh, internal uh, auditor, Chris Lepetek, who led the team involved in the operation, has been fired, allegedly, while his China-based manager, Song Yi, has resigned to a nice cushy payout and a nice high social credit score. They looked at IP addresses of journalists who were using TikTok app in an attempt to learn if they were in the same location as employees speculated or suspected of leaking confidential information, the effort, which targeted former BuzzFeed reporter Emily Baker White and Financial Times reporter Christina Criddle, among other reporters, was unsuccessful but resulted in at least four members of the staff based in both the U.S. and China in properly accessing the data. According to an email, ByteDance General Counsel Eric Anderson all four have been fired. Company officials said uh, they were taking additional steps to protect our data. I'm sure they fucking were. This is a long article. I will leave it in the description for you to read. Next one. TikTok admits to spying on U.S. users as efforts to ban the app heat up. And this is from January 22nd, 20, or December 23rd, 2022, and this first article I just went through here a little bit ago is from December 23rd, 2022, <laughs> by Mike Pearl. But would banning TikTok mean your data is any safer? No, but it would be your government stealing it. Now, mind you, through TikTok alone, agents for the Chinese government for the Chinese government were able to get their IP addresses, access their phones, get in their phones, get the data, and steal things directly from their phone. TikTok steals your biometric data. It steals your facial scan data. It makes copies of everything on your phone and sends it back to the CCP. The amount of dubious shit TikTok is capable of and does is damn near endless. TikTok is entering a world of pain right now, having just released a damning report about its own employees. Ah, damn. All right. And the last article we're going to skim through here a little bit is this one right here from Forbes. Exclusive TikTok spied on Forbes journalist. This article right here is from the December 22nd, 2022 by Emily Baker White. You'll recognize that name. As you can tell, this is not the first time she's had this issue. 
ByteDance confirmed it used TikTok to monitor journalists' physical locations using their IP addresses, as first reported by Forbes in October. An internal investigation by ByteDance, the parent company of a video-sharing platform TikTok, found that employees tracked multiple journalists covering the company improperly gaining access to their IP addresses and using uh, and user data in an attempt to identify whether they had been in the same location as ByteDance employees. Quote, I have, I was deeply disappointed when I was notified of the situation, but I am sure you feel the same way, Liang wrote. In an internal email shared with Forbes, quote, the public trust that we have spent a huge effort building is going to be significantly undermined by the misconduct of a few individuals. I believe this situation will serve as a lesson to us all. Now let me show you something real quick. I'll leave a link... I'll leave a link to a deep dive I did on this very topic about Love Int. Now, what is Love Int? Love Int is the practice of the intelligence service employees making use of their extensive monitoring capabilities to spy on their love interests or spouses. The term was coined in resemblance to intelligence terminology such as synced, comment, and human. Love Int is, and this was ran by the NSA. This was an active government agency using its full capabilities to spy and still does to spy on and steal information from partners and loved ones. This is just a way the NSA tests its capabilities. And a lot of times there's an old website called isanyoneup.com. And this website was used basically for revenge porn. NSA agents were busted uploading their loved ones, you know, sensitive content Two is anyoneup.com, and no one was fired or punished for it. In fact, people were given raises and promotions and elevated through the fucking ranks for it. Right here, it was part of an old series I used to do for Halloween, where for 30 day, 31 days of Halloween, I would do a special episode, which would be about a confirmed conspiracy theory. Uh, I'm probably going to bring it back this October. Anyway, Spookfest... Operation Love Int, published on this channel October 4th, 2021. I'll leave a link to it in the description below. It's 31 Men's of Me diving into the NSA's most dubious, one of their most dubious programs, and how Edward Snowden is the sole reason we know about its existence, as well as the names of the agents involved in the operation. But, that's all just to let you know that the government is absolutely spying on you ourselves. So even if we get China out of here, we still have to address the big threat that our government poses to us as you know citizens when they steal and use our data to manipulate and control the population for divide and conquer type tactics. But let me know what you think in the description below. And until next time, I've been your host, James Madison, and this has been Inside Four Walls. I'll catch y'all later. Hey, by the way, who's that creeping through your window?
Washington. This Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls, and this story just fucking glows in the goddamn dark, doesn't it? Now, there's a lot of speculation going around on the internet, and I have to say, I commend everyone who immediately went, Mmm, nah, nah, there's something fishy here, but there's a lot of different angles to look at it. Is it feds? Is it just unhinged civilian? A lot of really weird shit, and we're gonna get into it, but... A little bit more of a nothing burger, I'd say. And here's why. If we're going to make this story a big national focus, I got two other stories that should be made focuses because they were just as bad, if not even fucking worse. Considering one of the stories I'm going to bring up involved a man driving through the White House fence with a gun before he killed himself. Did you ever hear about that one? Happened not too long ago. A guy in a car with his part of his car on fire smashed through the White House fence with a gun. Planning to go after the White House, got stopped and killed himself. You hear about this? Hmm? No? Oh, well, uh, luckily, luckily you got me. And we're also going to talk about other stories involving the White House that didn't get fucking talked about at all. Certain hunker in the bunker type scenarios, if you catch where I'm going with it. So let's get into this interesting fucking story. Driver with Nazi flag charged with threat to kill or harm president, vice president, or family member after. That's a weird or. It doesn't, why doesn't it say and, by the way? You notice that, right? It doesn't say to kill and harm president, vice president, and family. It goes to kill or harm the president, vice president, or family member? Do you not know? I mean, it's a pretty safe guess, right? If this person is unhinged driving a U-Haul at, like, what, one and a half miles an hour into a White House fence, like, we'll watch the footage, we'll watch the footage. And this is by Yaron Steinbuch. And it was just updated. So let's, let's watch this footage, shall we, folks? I, uh, oops. I have questions about it, and I'm, uh, Rumble, I love you. You're going to be kind of boring on this bitch shoot. I swear to God, y'all better read in the comments. I want to know what y'all think about this. Because me and the bitch shoot crowd, out of all the platforms, the bitch shoot crowd, surprisingly, is the most willing to get into the conspiracy theories and humor the idea that, I don't know, the feds fucking hate you? It's weird. I get people on Rumble who are like, you know these institutions can be saved, right? I'm starting to realize Rumble is like the... Uh, Rumble is the goody two shoes. You got tw you got twins, right? Rumble is the goody two shoes to get the good grade, and uh, but is an absolute fucking brown nose. And then you got bitch shoot, who's just like, yeah, I'm gonna listen to the Sex Pistols, smoke some weed, and uh, good luck fucking stopping me, bitch. And as you can tell, which which energy I kind of lean towards a little bit more. I love them both, but man, bitch shoot comment section, light up. I want to know. I don't care if you all downvote this video. I want to know what you guys make of this fucking situation. So fucking weird. I got a million and one fucking theories. Didn't even breach the White House gate. Didn't take out a barricade. Just... Hmm. And then the cops show up. And they just lay out this Nazi flag. U-Haul truck has nothing in it. As far as I've found out so far, no weapons of any kind in the truck. We don't really, you know, have a lot of information yet on who the driver of this truck is. You know, they've been arrested, and we'll get into that as well. 
But this is what they got, a backpack, a Nazi flag, so what? Unhinged left-wing extremist crashes White House? You cannot tell me the fucking Nazis were conservatives. You're going to fail that fucking argument. They were socialists. Socialist is a firmly left-wing, far-reaching left-wing ideology. And fun fact, so is fucking fascism. Those are both leftist ideologies. So you're going to have a real hard time convincing me that this is your MAGA type, which I know is going to be the angle they try to go with this in the media. They've already tried in a couple stations. And again, we don't have a lot of concrete information yet about what's going on. So we're rushing to conclusions, and I, I'm going to say it right now, like the people saying, this is a setup, this is a glow, false flag, I'm not retarded enough to discredit you, I fucking lean on that with you right now actually, but there's also a couple other angles to this too, like just fucking unhinged weirdo, but I mean, look, we all sat back and even I was like, this Paul Pelosi story is fucking weird, who is this guy, who is this guy? And we all jumped to a ton of conclusions just to find out that this is a junky, weirdo creep who had a pre-standing uh, relationship with the family who seemed to be more aligned with their drug dealer than their fucking lover. We thought, is this a setup? Is it glows? Is it his gay lover? Is it a break-in? And it turned out to be more akin to like an unhinged junkie who hated the po- who felt betrayed by policies. And was like, I sell drugs to the family. And they got in there. I mean, he's locked up forever. But, uh... Paul Pelosi seems to be out in fun. Got the hand truck in the back of the... You... Oops. In the back of the U-Haul there. The driver of a U-Haul truck that barreled into security area near the White House has been arrested on multiple charges, including threatening to kill or harm a president as a Nazi swastika flag was retrieved from the vehicle. Well, now here's the thing. That doesn't prove anything. <laughs> Again, whatever. Say what you want about what I'm saying here, but that doesn't prove anything. I, I would say the attempt to drive the truck through the barricade is where the threat comes from, not the Nazi flag. He can have the Nazi flag. He's completely legally allowed to have that. If I wanted to, I could put a giant fucking 10 by 15 Nazi flag on a giant pole and wave it in the middle of town square. And there ain't a goddamn thing anyone could fucking do about it legally. Not one. The Germans listen to this are like, what? Yeah, uh... We- we won. Unlike you, we don't have to be embarrassed about it. Anyway, there's absolutely nothing illegal or in- inherently threatening about a Nazi swastika flag. Fuck, dude, I live next to some fucking Hindu-y people. They had swastikas on all their windows. I mean, I know it's a little bit different, but still. I guess I, I just have a, a, a little bit more of a, like, a, oh, okay, and? It's Johnny Rotten, bro. I have a fucking record... I have a record in storage right now that has Johnny Rodden with a swastika on his fucking thing. It's a compilation record, but still. Compilation albums don't count as uh, albums, however. But, including threatening to kill the president as a Nazi swastika was retrieved from the vehicle. It's just, okay. Why was it there, and why did they lay it out like that? What, what was the, uh... That's not how you take an evidence photo. I get you lay it out and you, you snap it down, but... 
an interesting. It's like when they took all the Mar-a-Lago files and they smeared them all over the floor and then posted pictures on Instagram and, and, and like to the FBI's Twitter and shit of all the Mar-a-Lago secret documents. The man whose identity has not been disclosed crashed the box truck into the barriers on the north side of the Lafayette Square, about a block from the White House. And, or, uh, at about 10 p.m. Monday, <laughs> someone gets a phone call. Hey, uh, so, uh, yeah, a lot of the, uh, things are trying to get out there just aren't working. We need a false flag right now on the fly. Really? It's almost, it's almost 11, boss. No, I know, and I appreciate you willing to work overtime, but I, I really need this false flag on the fly. What, what, what can we get together right now? I keep it for both of us. Well, I just finished, uh, you know, a buddy of mine, I just helped him move into his apartment, you know, he's got a, he's got a fucking, uh, he's got this U-Haul here, we, we got it for another, like, eight hours, why, boss? I mean, as soon as they're over, I gotta drop it off. Oh, perfect, you know what, just bring that over, you know, the Patriot Front thing didn't really seem to scare anybody, you know, they, they didn't really care about the Patriot Front shit, that didn't successfully, you know, fear monger anyone to hate the right, or to call out, you know, to start the whole Nazis and the USA chant shit. So bring, bring the U-Haul truck. We'll just crash it into the gate and say, uh, oh, what's the premise to try to kill the president and the uh, vice president of color. All right, boss. I'll be there in 10. Cool. For heritage. <laughs> uh, like, come on. You had, you just had Patriot Front march through D.C. the other day, and everyone was like, Nazis. And everyone else was like, feds. No, feds. Absolutely fucking feds. And now this. Okay. Uh, the suspect faces the charge of threatening to kill, kidnap, or inflict harm on a president, vice president, or family member, the U.S. Park Police said in a statement to the Post. So we know all these crimes he's supposedly charged with, but we don't know who he is? Why? Why do we have like the list of charges but not even like a schmidgen of who he is? He also faces charges of assault with a dangerous weapon, reckless operation of a motor vehicle, destruction of federal property, and trespassing, according to the agency. A video posted by Insider by the Insider paper shows the dramatic moment the vehicle oops the vehicle mounted the curb and slammed into security barrier. Yeah, I mean these things are like thick as rebarb and steel. Like, you're not gonna just drive through those. The Nazi flag and objects were recovered from a rented box truck lie on the ground as U.S. Secret Service and other law enforcement agencies investigate the truck that crash into security barriers at Lafayette Park across from the White House. Published by Asswipe Reuters. Uh, quote, preliminary investigation reveals the driver may have intentionally struck the security barriers at Lafayette Square. Secret Service spokesperson uh, Anthony Giuliani said. Images from the scene show a Nazi flag and other objects strewn on the ground next to the vehicle as authorities investigate. Yeah, but that's kind of it. What? Look, if you rented you all before, then you know what to expect. You got the little ropes here. You got the hand truck with the little coupon scanner in the back of it, yeah. And you got the black woolly mat thing you lay on the ground for like wood furniture or you lay you wrap wood furniture up and you keep from getting scratched up like this is pretty standard shit so there's like just nothing you know a Reuters witness said investigators found the flag which apparently came from inside the truck bomb technicians who searched the truck 
found uh, uh, found no explosives or in uh, in the incendiary devices. A law enforcement source familiar with the probe told CNN, "This was an unnamed officer, unnamed source." Witness Benjamin Berger uh, said he heard the initial crash, then saw the vehicle slam into the barrier again. Okay. Like, look at the front of the truck, right? How fast could he be going? Like, none of this is really damaged. Like, I mean, maybe that there is a dent. But that's it? All this hubbub and he went... Okay. I, I, again, this isn't exactly... I mean, I get it. It 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 just it is it is news and it should be reported on. But the way everyone's talking about this and promoting it, and bumping it up on TV and on Fox and CNN, is insane. "Quote: I turn around and just see people running away from this U-Haul. Pussies." Berger told NBC Washington. Hey, go to my Rumble. Look at my look at my riot footage. I can say pussy. I've literally ran towards buildings on fire and interviewed people in black blocks setting shit on fire. Alright? I can say that. I can call people pussies. I've ran towards the flames. So, yeah. Okay? For someone says, <laughs> yeah, what would you have done? Probably you've gotten a little bit closer and filmed. Oh, why would I stop this? This is free entertainment to me. What the fuck? No, I'm just gonna sit with my little GoPro and be like, hmm, bam. Damn, but I'm not running away from that shit. I mean, if the truck like angles towards me, all right, then fine. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll fucking book it. But uh, until then, that's just footage. What are you talking about? I can sell it to uh, fucking New York Post. They pay pretty good, actually. Quote: I turn around and see people running away from this U-Haul. Burger told NBC Washington. And then, I thought he might have crashed, or it might have been an act, might have been back by accident. But then I saw the vehicle back up and hit it again, so I proceeded to run away as well. Pussy. Again, you could have filmed it, you could have sold that footage. That's money. That's cash on the... That's fucking... That's moolah. Nearby Hay Adams Hotel was evacuated at the request of the Secret Service. A hotel employee told the news outlet, Yeah, I, I, no, I want to be paid. They better have been paid back for that. I don't think they were. I've, you know, I've been evacuated from... Uh, from uh, from a, a, a hotel in D.C. And I wasn't paid back for my night. I was pissed. They offered me like a discount. I was at the Hilton. Uh, the, uh, the Garden. Uh, the Garden Tops. Hilton. Over there on like 5th. Uh, next to that bar. I can't remember the name of it is. It's, is that Brick Bar? It's the fucking H name. Hubert's. Whatever the fuck. The guests and staffers were allowed back in. When authorities deemed it safe. A short time later. Okay so they were. Okay never mind. The FBI, FBI's National Capital Response Squad in assisting Park Police and the Secret Service in the probe. Comments, comments, let's see what the comments are saying. Ivan, uh, Ivan Nitched. Investigators laid the flag in the road, stretched out, uh, stretched out tight. Seems to me that it should have been handled with gloves and placed into an evidence bag unless it was placed there on the bare road for the media. Exactly what I'm saying. I know they needed the photo. That's what I was saying earlier. They needed the photo. That's not how you take that photo. You you lay out where you found it, like in the truck, or you take it somewhere to like a lab, or you take it to your cop car and you lay down on the hood of your car. You don't lay down on the ground. Especially if it's an investigation where you're keeping the identity of the person secret. Because it's a U-Haul. People can just get the fucking driver's plate and go back through the record. You don't think there's some U-Haul employee right now? Well, maybe there's not, apparently. 
some U-Haul, if I worked at U-Haul right now, I would be leaking this information to the media for money. Absolutely. I'm, I'm impressed, so I can't do it, but if I was a U-Haul employee, and I, I'd call around and be like, hey, I work at the U-Haul where that truck was rented, I know who rented that. If you guys put some money in my fucking pocket and keep my identity hidden, I'll, uh, I'll tell you exactly who took that fucking truck out. Uh, DNC Malfeasant says, that's a great name. There was no massive response from cops. That was strange. Again, it, it's, it's a real nothing story. Man crashes into barrier and cops stayed distant. That, that is sketchy. That is fucking weird. But, again, I got two articles to show you after this. Uh, it looks and sounds staged to me. That's, again, yeah. I'm not discrediting that. Michael uh, Cleberson. I hope the FBI took out the extra insurance for the U-Haul when they rented it. I wouldn't want taxpayers to have to pay for that, too. You know what? Consider it. And Ron Stryker. No uh, no hand-drawn map of the White House grounds on Donald Trump's sanctuary, uh, <clears throat> stationary. No rental agreement from the rider truck in Ron DeSantis' name. How about Jim Jordan's old wrestling uniform in the back of the truck? Why not? The FBI fired uh, fired the whistleblower. The IRS has re uh, has resigned their whistleblowers. Uh, let's see. Uh, fired the whistleblower. Our IRS has uh, reassigned their whistleblowers. The FBI director Ray is defying a congressional subpoena to turn over evidence of bribes by foreign nationals to Biden. With all this lawlessness, why not manufacture terrorist attack out of a whole cloth? I no longer put anything past these traitorous crooks. You nailed it, says Sane and Cognit. Yeah. No, absolutely. This is an absolutely weird, sketchy fucking story. Uh, like, minimum Secret Service response. Then again, it could be Capitol Hill police responding here. So that wouldn't be the D.C. Metropolitan Police. Uh, Secret Service would also be on the spot. But yeah, there. this is a weird fucking story. Now, I want to show you something, right? Truck's hardly taking much of a beating. The only thing in it is a Nazi flag. Let's see, what is this? This looks like some duct tape, some pencils, a book, some wrapped up papers, a phone charger. Uh, I don't know what that is. And that's like a composition notebook and a Nazi flag. That's that. That's, that's all. That's all you got. This big U-Haul, and that's all that was in it. All right. Uh, yeah. There's this story. Fucking glows. It absolutely does. Now, we're gonna talk. Make this a fucking story. Let me show you two other incidences that are a lot worse than this fucking one that maybe you don't know about. All right. Let's go right here. Bam. Oh, right here. Right here. Trump Trump took shelter in White House bunker as protests rage, as rioters set fire to Washington, D.C., and scaled the fence outside the White House. Armed, Molotov-wielding rioters. Weapons and armed, bruh. And here's the thing, right? None of them had a flag. Like, Antifa's not gonna show and do this kind of thing with a fucking Antifa flag. Boogaloo boys, like real ones at least, aren't going to show up with a Boogaloo flag and pull some shit off like this. And again, this isn't really their type of deal anyway. 
The only people who do this are like Patriot Front. Patriot Front shows up in DC and will do stupid shit with their fucking flags all the time. And they're feds. Like, absolutely feds. You can't convince me otherwise. So this is just, you know, it's weird. It's maybe the government, maybe feds placed the Nazi flag there. And that's why they're refusing to let anyone know anything like about or who the driver was. Who knows? Secret Service agents rushed President Trump to the White House bunker on Friday night as hundreds of protesters gathered outside the executive mansion. Trump spent nearly an hour in the bunker, which was designed for use in emergencies like terrorist attacks. Now, this was published June 1st, 2020. Crazy. Secret Service agents rushed President Trump to the White House bunker on Friday night as hundreds of protesters gathered outside the executive mansion, some of them throwing rocks and tugging police barricades. Trump spent nearly an hour in the bunker, which was designed for use in emergencies like terrorist attacks, according to the Repub- uh, to a Republican close to the White House, who was not authorized to speak publicly, discussed private matters, and spoke on condition of anonymity. The account was confirmed by an administration official who also, uh, also on the condition of anonymity. The abrupt decision by the agents uh, underscored the rattled mood inside the White House, where the chants from protesters in Lafayette Park could be heard all weakened and uh, secret agents and law enforcement officers struggled to contain the crowd. These, uh, these are the barricades they said they were tugging on. They looked real tugged on, don't they? Real uh, flipped up. Now right here. Friday's pro- uh, Friday's protests were triggered by the death of fentanyl junkie Floyd, a black junkie who died of an overdose, but we're going to move on. The White House does not uh, comment on security protocols and decisions, said White House spokesperson Judd Deere. Uh, Dear, the Secret Service said it does not discuss the means and methods of its protective operations. The president's move to the bunker was first reported by the New York Times. The president and his family have been shaken by the size and venom of crowds, according to Republicans. According to the Republican, it was immediately clear. Uh, it wasn't immediately clear if the First Lady Melania, uh, Melania Trump. And the couple's 14-year-old son, Barron, joined the president in the bunker. Absolutely, they did. Uh, Secret Service uh, protocol would uh, would have called for those under the agency's protection. The president and his family have been shaken by the size and venom of the crowds, according to the Republican. It was not immediately clear that the first lady, Melania Trump, and the couple's 14-year-old son, Barron, joined the president in the bunker. The Secret Service protocol would have called for those under the agency's protection to be in the underground shelters. Duh, of course they were fucking down there. Trump told advisors he's wor- he worries about his safety while both privately and publicly praising the work of the Secret Service. Uh, Trump, uh, moving on. And then you just hop over here, right? Damn it. And you can look at the date here and you'll see, oh, look, June. Same month, actually the same fucking day that Trump was rushed to the bunker. St. John's Church, the church right next door to the White House, the church that serves as the president's church in D.C. Yeah. One of the most significant churches in America, culturally and historically speaking. Historic St. John's Church near White House torched by rioters. 
The parish, uh, the parish office at the historic St. John's Episcopal Church in Lafayette Square near the White House in Washington, D.C. was torched as riots escalated Sunday night. Fox News. Gray, not a fucking speed rush the rest of this goddamn episode. Love sudden inconvenient fucking family members. Let's go. Ah, the parish... Fox News White House correspondent Kevin Cork was at the scene to report that the church had been vandalized with graffiti and the basement nursery was set on fire when that fire quickly engulfed the entire fucking building. It was saved, but most of the original architecture had to be reconstructed. I mean, it's not the original building anymore like it used to be. Thank God I got a chance to fucking go in there when it was all the original material house where it started he said peacefully earlier today at what you're looking at live now there uh in within uh view of the white house is a totally different story tonight as the looming 11 p.m curfew uh is coming uh kevin let's check in and see what uh your take is on whether that's actually going to happen tonight well you're unfortunately shannon seeing a, a terrible scene fires burning here along h street we do smell oh boy Oh boy, we're getting tear gassed, and uh, unfortunately, I can act uh, just a moment ago, it does appear that St. John's Church is on fire. The parish office, uh, we went downstairs, and it is on fire. I'm going to walk this way, and uh, this is awful. We saw graffiti. Once the door was broken, we saw something similar happen earlier, and uh, as you can see, uh, there's definitely a fire here. This is the parish office. Here, come on back. Come on back. Come on back up. That's good. So they're trying to clear the area, Shannon, with uh, oh, with the pepper spray and with the tear gas to try to clear people. Anything we can do to get it out? No, clear a, a, a U-Haul is the most damaging thing that happened to D.C. in the last couple uh, of years. We're back out here on 8th Street. Eyes are burning a bit, as you can imagine, as they're trying to disperse the crowd, hopefully to get fire uh, personnel over here to try to put out some of these fires, Shannon. It's a... Uh, it's a sad scene. This is a beautiful church, historic, as you know. We're only in the parish office, uh, but uh, St. John's Church is uh, hit the gritty a with it in many ways. So it's very difficult to see this uh, building go up in flames. So hopefully, they can get here and uh, put out the fire. That's what we see right now. Shannon, back to you. Yeah, and. And Kevin, so people know that is an historic church that's just across Lafayette Park from the White House. Numerous presidents, dozens of presidents have sat in those pews. They have gone there in times of national trouble. They've gone there for regular Sunday services. Um, for generations and generations, presidents and their families have walked across Lafayette Park and gone and sat in the pews of St. John's. Um, it's somewhere usually on, uh, on Inauguration Day. You'll see them go there and have a prayer service um, welcoming in the new administration, uh, it is something that has been done as tradition for a long, long time. It is a landmark. It is historic right there across the street, um, across Lafayette Park in Washington. So to see it now under attack and in flames, um, that's a part of this country's history as so many other places that we've seen across the country. Um, you know, it's heartbreaking and you hate to see the destruction and now uh, to worry that a piece of history is going to be lost in Washington as well. And again, that's a place that uh, our commanders in chief have gone seeking spiritual guidance and help in some of the worst times in this country. 
Uh, this is starting to feel like one of those nights. Um, Kevin, we want you to stay safe there, um, but just so people have a little bit more context about the importance of that church and, and, and the role that it's played in this country and for many, many presidents uh, over decades, over centuries. Yeah. And now moving on. Here, another example. Woman who crashed van into White House and said her fiancé lived there found unfit to stand trial. A Tennessee woman who police said attempted to drive her vehicle through the White House barricade believed her fiancé and four children were being housed at the executive mansion and had stopped talking, had stopped taking her uh, psychiatric medication. According to a court document and government evaluation, Jessica Ford, 35, of La Ventura, uh, La Vergen, whatever, Tennessee, was ordered. Sorry, I stepped away from the microphone for a minute, so if I repeat myself, forgive me. <clears throat> Jessica 435, a La Virgin, whatever the hell that place is fucking called, Tennessee, was ordered, uh, was ordered held, uh, Thursday by U.S. Magistrate Judge Robin M. Merriweather. What a, what a, pr a prompt name for a judge. Uh, Robert M. Merriweather, and directed to undergo a full 30-day psychiatric evaluation after being found incompetent to stand trial by an initial screening at the U.S. Attorney's Office for the district. Now, it's interesting, right? You're hearing so much about a guy who drove a U-Haul into one of those little, you know, black, con little black metal pillars that looks like a pawn in chess. You know, actually, there could be a deeper metaphor here. The U-Haul could really represent the Federal Reserve, and we are but humble pawns in a politician's game of life in D.C. To be run over by his U-Haul truck at any moment. You guys should really go watch The Blazing Saddles. It's a great fucking movie. Now, we're going to hop over here to this other article. Just keep showing you. Like, look. Man fatally shoots himself after driving car into barricade near U.S. Capitol. You never hear about any of this shit, right? But a man crashes U-Haul... Nazi flag shows up and federal investigators don't treat it like an actual piece of fucking evidence. And on top of all that, you're hearing about it everywhere, right? But woman thinks her husband and children are held inside White House, drives through fence. That didn't make the fucking news. That's kind of an interesting newsworthy story. Considering she got through the fucking fence. This guy didn't. Big ass U-Haul? No chance in hell. Basically, a fucking sunfire? Absolutely. That thing is un. It's at low profile, you know? It really swipes you off your fucking feet. I thought they were shooting stars, but they were just flying feds. Now, how about this fucking one? And this is only one of many examples. There have been people who have done bite pipe bombs around the Capitol, crazy left wing activists throwing things on fire over the fence, setting bushes in front of the White House on fire. These things never get reported. Ever. And we're already seeing how the mainstream media is painting this picture. I think it's a fucking nothing story. Now, it's definitely something that warrants investigation and police should be looking into it. But why such a little police response? It's weird. We know what he's being charged with. We know why they looked into him. But we don't know who he is. But we know his age. The information we're allowed to have from this is so fucking sus. But then again, it involves federal government. When is it not sus? After all, government is sus, bro. We should we should eject it. I think it's the imposter. Police did not determine motive for the man's actions, but no indication 
was uh was he target uh sorry <clears throat> but no indication he was targeting congress members who are in recess a man drove into a barricade near the u.s capitol in washington dc on early sunday morning fired several shots into the air after his vehicle ignited i would watch this movie and then shot himself to death According to police, what a wild way to fucking go. Your car is on fire. You're doing donuts around the fucking Capitol building. Unloading the fucking clip into the goddamn sky. Shooting God. And then you fucking use the last round on yourself. I don't know what Tarantino movie he escaped from, but I want to fucking watch. The preview is phenomenal. You know... I, uh, I, I, that should be in the Fast and Furious movies, if they're still making those. Officials were quick to note that they had not determined a motive for the man's actions, though they did say there was no indication he was targeting any Congress members who were in recess at the time. What are the chances are he just got hopped up on some really good drugs, considering, you know, how many drugs are just pouring into D.C. right now, and D.C.'s legalizing shrooms and dispos and stuff more and more. By the way... Imagine that. There's dispos in Washington, D.C. while there is still people getting arrested for having marijuana on them in Washington, D.C. today. Wild. But if you want to read more about the story, this episode is running a little long in the tooth here. I will leave a link to all these in the description below. My point with bringing up all this information here is just we're hearing a lot about this. But there's a ton of more severe more damaging and dramatic attacks on the White House and the Capitol than January 6th, and this thing, this U-Haul crashing into a pillar, you know? Do we know if they're feds for sure? No. Does it look, is it highly plausible, in my opinion, that this is very heavily influenced and has a lot of federal agents manipulating the situation and the narrative? I, I, you know, I would put all my poker chips on black right now, in my opinion, but that's just me. Uh, I'm going to try and get one more episode out about a new train derailment in this one. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy, boy. New chemicals. Worse than anything we've seen in Ohio by far. So that being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. I've been your host, the god of hellfire, and I shall catch you guys later. Deuce.
Hi, welcome to YouTube. Thanks, it's great to be here. I'm just gonna upload my video right now. Uh, let me see it first. Oh, wow, no, you can't post that. Why not? I don't agree with that, nope. Okay, I'm sorry. What are you doing? I'm uploading my video. All right, that's a warning, pal. Dude, you need to relax. Flag! What? Okay, you wanna get crazy? Boom, boom, double flag! There goes your video! Did you just cancel me? All right, I'm gonna be leaving now. Where are you going? To a place where I can't get canceled and they celebrate free speech. <laughs> uh, but in fantasy land. It's not fantasy land, it's called Rumble. Later, pal. Did you need these back? Yeah, I'm gonna need those for the next person. Got you, good luck, buddy. Thanks.